0: Prostrate, fall. Bring forth. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, <laughs> I feel like you have to clap after yeah, that. Yeah, right? right. What a good, great song. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being here today, those of you that have joined us in the uh, congregation. And for those of you that are watching by live stream, let us know that you're there first of all share the link around with your friends and encourage them to come on with us now we're not having our usual question and answer time this morning where we pose a question and you send uh, send in your answers or your feelings about it but we will still receive prayer requests here's the phone number 720-878-3323 if you want to submit a prayer request since this morning is crafted around a barbecue service and games and sort of a... a
2: wait, a barbecue service? what I say? Are you preaching at the barbecue? Yeah. <laughs> no, you are not preaching at the barbecue. <laughs> We're talking during the That's barbecue. Right. That's right.
1: So let me back up. Because clearly my wife is thinking and I'm not. So this morning's service is a combination of our usual Sunday service and a barbecue picnic afterwards with games and fun, and we're going to have a great time. Music, live music out on the patio. So all of that is being prepared right now. And um, so we're going to shorten the service, all right? We're we're going to strive for a shorter service. Now, we're starting a little bit late just because of some things that uh, happened on the front end. Forgive us for that but uh we'll we'll close service a bit early and then we're going to go right out the door here out onto the back patio for our time of uh barbecue
2: which will take a little while to cook hey and if you're local watching by video you can still come out to the barbecue so come on out if you're able we'd love to have you and it's great to see all these faces here today and some who have only watched by video before yeah. or online, so yeah. it's, kind of, it's live and in person, so it's kind of neat. So half the time we're talking to the camera, the other half the time right. we're, we're talking here. So The truth is, <laughs> yes. our
1: online community is larger than the community that meets with us here in the congregation, interestingly enough, because a lot of people just don't yet have that peace and feel safe. Uh, gathering in an enclosed setting like this. And, and we understand. We want you to exercise the freedom of conscience that you have, and we bless you in that.
2: And we have at least one church member who doesn't even live in Denver but is part of our church.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I think more than one, but I, I know who you're talking yeah. about that faithfully watches us, yes. gives to the church, and uh, responds as well and talks to yeah. us about the yeah. the sermons that they've heard and yeah. so forth. yeah. Yeah. Very, very, Isn't that exciting? Cool.
2: Hi, Michael. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't leave me much left to oh, announce. Oh, sure.
1: Well, sure, we did. David. David. So let me tell you about David. <laughs> I'll go sit out. <laughs> no, I, I need you. You need me. I need you. So, David Steerman is going to be with us next week, y'all. Everybody, say next week. Next week, next week he has the service. He'll be leading us in worship and he'll be preaching as well. Now, David's a professional songwriter, musician, recording artist, and missionary who's traveled throughout the United States and many countries of the world sharing the good news of Jesus. As a studio musician and writer, his songs have been recorded by artists ranging from Amy Grant to the Gaither Trio. He's ministered on television on such programs as TBN's Praise the Lord, Richard Roberts Live, and Canada's 100 Huntley Street. As a global evangelist, his lighthearted, compassionate, and grace-filled teaching ministry has been recognized and received by ministries such as Rama Bible Training Center, Victory Christian Center, Bob Yandian Ministries, Rama France, and churches throughout Mexico. We're, we've been pleased to know David for several decades. He was actually our second guest speaker four, decade, four decades ago when we were pastoring another church. And so David may be watching right now. We, we, David, we're excited to have you with us next week. And all of you, do yourself a favor. I know, I, I know there's Christmas. I know there's Easter. You know, we t- we, David. We, we go f- to church on Christmas and Easter, <laughs> right? Okay. And, and that's okay. I'm, I'm going to interject a new service date for you. The D. All right? There's Christmas, Easter, and D date. David. 10.30 <laughs> next Sunday morning. You won't want to miss it.
2: Okay, well you see pretty much that's the announcements. If you uh, did bring tithes and offerings to give, we have a um, basket in the back on the table along with offering envelopes that you can use to, get, uh, uh, to let us provide tax contribution letters at the end of the year, or you can give online at genesiscc.net. Or you can text to give, and I don't know if we have that number out there or not, and uh, we're going to all remember it. It's seven two zero seven three zero. Do you remember it?
1: 8510.
2: 8510. 720 yeah. 8510 if you'd like to uh, give this morning to Genesis. I think that's it. I think you're Great.
1: all right. All right. Thanks. Well, Matt and Lisa are here to lead some worship. We're excited about that, and uh, they're going to come now and lead us, and... Uh, As we prepare, here we go.
3: Well, it's great to see all of you here. There's so many people here. You know, um, I'm reminded of a quote from that one movie, uh, Field of Dreams If you grill it, they will come. I think that's the quote, right? (laughs) Come on. All right. Well, we're happy to see you all here. So um, worship along with us. It's been a long time since we've had. I think that's not me. Hopefully not me. Uh, So many people worshiping with us. We're glad you're here. At your name The mountains shake and crumble At your name The oceans roar and tumble At your name angels will bow The earth will rejoice Your people cry out Lord of all the earth we shout your name Shout your name Filling up the skies with Endless praise Endless praise Yahweh Yahweh! We love to shout your name, oh Lord. Sing at your name. At your name. The morning breaks in glory. At your name. Creation sings your story. At your name. Angels will bow, the earth will rejoice, your people cry out, Lord of all the earth. We shout your name, shout your name, filling up the skies with endless praise, endless praise, Yahweh, Yahweh. We love to shout your name, oh Lord. There Is No One Like Our God We Will Praise You, Praise You There Is No One Like Our God We Will Sing, We Will Sing There Is No One Like Our God We Will Praise You, Praise You There Is No One Like Our God We Will Sing, We Will Sing There Is No One Like Our God We Will Praise You, Praise You Jesus You are God Lord of all the earth, we shout your name, shout your name, filling up the skies with endless praise, endless praise. Yahweh, Yahweh, we love to shout your name, oh Lord of all the earth, we shout your name, shout your name, filling up the skies. God, I believe in you, release your love inside of me, unleash your power for all to see spirit come for or think lord you will never fail your name is powerful your words are stoppable all things are possible in you
1: god of
3: exceedingly god of abundantly more than we ask or think lord you will never fail your name is powerful your words unstoppable all things are possible I believe, there is no doubt, cause I have seen your faithfulness, my fortress, over and over. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness throughout our lives, every stage, every phase, all the things that we've been through, Father, you have always been faithful and you've always been there. We love you. Amen.
1: Well, you may be seated, and thank you for worshiping this morning. And if you're just joining us on the live stream, good morning. My name is Jeff. I'm the senior pastor here at Genesis Gathering, and it's good to have you along. Well, so again, in interest of our barbecue to follow on the patio, I'm going to do my best to keep things a little bit shorter right now, and uh, get right to it, and then we'll uh, go outside for our barbecue. There's additional people joining for the barbecue that aren't even in the service yet, so we're going to have a blast. I, uh, I'd like to introduce somebody to You. You. I found a video of you and me. We're going to play it for you. (laughs) No, let it go. (laughs) That's all right. After seeing that and laughing uh, for moments and playing it back and playing it back and playing it back, I realized that was me, headstrong, running into things, got to have it my way. I'll make a way where there is no way. I'm going to make it happen. Oh, and I do remember that Jesus called a sheep, And the most beloved psalm, Psalm 23, the Lord is my, help me out, yeah. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Not sure that was lying down. The rest of Psalm 23 talks about rest beside cool waters, not sure that's any of that. There's three words attached to Jesus' comments regarding sheep in John's Gospel, chapter 10. Hear, follow, and Rest there's three words attached to Psalm 23 about our shepherd. Hear, follow, and rest. And we don't do much of any of that, do we? Living in our head, I got this, Lord. What we see and read, of course, feeds into that. Social media, oh my goodness. Are our lives today influenced by social media? The proverbial like. How many of you have ever looked at your likes and counted them? Come on. How many of you have ever looked at your likes and then compared yourself to a friend's number of likes? You don't need to raise your hand. I know you're all lying. Oh, interesting note, by the way. This week, Facebook went dead. Now, Facebook also owns the platform Instagram. Instagram. And uh, What's Up, which is an international phone calling app where you can call internationally for free. They own all three. All three platforms went dead for about four hours. Never happened in Facebook's history. It was tragic. Now, they got it back up. But in the space of those three to four hours, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO and owner of Facebook, uh, Facebook lost... $7 billion. Just $7 billion. Just gone. Now, I looked this up because I got to thinking, where could you have used that money? Where could I, where could he in giving, just wanting to give, and I'm sure he's, he does give and uses his money for charitable works, but I got to thinking, you know, I wonder what it costs to build an average hospital. So I looked it up. An average hospital in today's, in our country today, 330,000 square feet, 120 beds, completely outfitted, ER, emergency, the doctors, everything. 65 to 120 million. So, upper scale. So, let's just throw 200 beds into the mix, let's make it a 500,000 square feet, let's put the best, the brightest, technologically superior, what would we be at? 500 million? I could have built 14 community hospitals with 7 billion dollars. Now, oh, here's the big one, by the way, leaving Facebook because the the message really isn't about Facebook. The message is about how we approach life so oftentimes like the sheep that you saw here. What do you call an individual sheep? Okay, just a sheep. Here's the big one. Here's my big concern. Here's where I catch myself acting most like a sheep. I am not. Constantly I am not reinforcing that I am not. I'm not able. I am not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I make this mistake, I make that mistake. I am not constantly reinforcing reinforcing who I'm not. Instead of what the scripture reinforces about me and you, I am I am sufficient. I am more than enough. I am in Christ. You see, in Christ, we are everything that God wants us to be. Now, let me show you something else. Do you know what this is? That is not a trick. (laughs) Okay, that's a circle, a black circle, okay. And how about if I add a second? And then a third. And what if I were to attach names such as this? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We call that the Trinity. And did you notice in the very middle of those three circles is a beautiful inner section that's so very important to what we're talking about this morning? Flipping out or peaceful rest this makes the difference that little red spot makes the difference in whether your week is spent flipping out or you're in peaceful rest imagine that what do i mean because the trinity is not an authoritative or authoritarian structure like in a triangle god's at top jesus is over here holy spirit's over here or oftentimes you'll hear it referred to as God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, but always in an authoritarian structure. The Trinity is not an authoritarian structure. It's a divine dance. It's highlighted by the word perichoresis. It is the self-giving, self-sacrificial love That father has for son, and son has for father, and son has for Holy Spirit, and Holy Spirit has for the Father, and the Father has for the Holy Spirit, and it's a beautiful. The Greek word is perichoresis. Now, I submit to you, you are that spot right in the center of it all. Let me show you in Scripture, Colossians chapter one. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him, all things were created in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. That includes you. It includes your neighbors. It includes Afghanistanis. How do you say it? Afghanis. It includes people who don't live like you, don't think like you. It includes everybody Every system, everything in the world he created came through him. Verse 17 says, And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And you who were once alienated and hostile, not because God separated himself, look at it, you who were once hostile and alienated in your minds, God has never separated himself from you ever that's a fallacy verse 22 he has now reconciled how in his body of flesh by his death could we have that perichoresis again that multicolored leaf what are we talking about divine love it's a divine dance and right in the center of it God has brought you into that. Yes, as a sheep and he's your shepherd and all those beautiful analogies. But the truth is, if we move forward out of Psalms into the New Testament, the revelation is this. He is in you. You are in him. Together you are in the Father. The Father is in you. Christ is in the Father. The Father's in Jesus. The Holy Spirit's in God. The Holy Spirit's in you. you, you actually, it's blurred You can't, there aren't the distinct lines that we see here. It's a divine dance referred to. See, the word Trinity isn't even in the Bible, but the word perichoresis is. Speaking once again of God's sacrificial, self giving love, where everybody in the Trinity lives in unbroken, intimate, triune fellowship. That's what constitutes God's innermost being, is that each person in the Trinity is defined by their relationship with each other, with the other person. I submit to you that your life is not defined by your job. Your life is not defined by your marriage. Your life is not defined by the things that you do wrong, the sins that you commit, the shortcomings you have. Your life is not defined by the person that you rolled down your window this week and yelled out your car door at. <laughs> I also don't need a show of hands. The, you know, the sanctified wave, <laughs> using certain fingers. It, 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 my life isn't defined by those things. My life is defined by who I am in Jesus Christ. And this word perichoresis, It suggests the idea of co-inherence or co-indwelling. The Father, the Son, and Spirit co-indwell each other, and then they take us and they put us right into the middle of it, and that's where we get the relationship with God that defines everything that we are. I don't know if we're going to have it. I, I, I may have even left it out, but Matthew chapter 11 as far as being on the screen, listen to this. Some of you can quote it. We learned it in Sunday school, one of the first verses I ever memorized. I'm going to read it, however, from the message translation. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me and watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace, the unforced. I don't know how many things I tried to force this week to make them happen, to get them to line up like I wanted them to be. Daryl, we were talking about an impending move that may come up in the next several years for you I told you about a good friend a couple that's been in our lives for decades she was my first church secretary they they serve faithfully as members of our church but they've just left Denver and moved to Arkansas lower rates better property value lower cost of living lots of things went into it and I thought you know what if I need to do that. I need to move. I could use lower rates, better property values, Daryl, Linda, same. But you know what you don't want to do? You don't want to force that or make that happen because you could get to Arkansas or Tennessee or Florida or any of the places that good friends of mine are going. Hopefully they've prayed. And you could have lower costs of living and you could actually own your house outright and be buzzing around going down the road empty, cold, and unhappy because you still haven't satisfied the one thing that really matters in life and that is perichoresis. Your relationship with the indwelling Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In fact, Paul does this He calls you and me the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Spirit. We meet here as a place to gather and share our love and to have the equipment to be able to broadcast and speak and preach and dance and clap and have music. But this is not God's temple. You are God's temple. God's address changed from a tent out in the wilderness where he would come in his glory and the children of Israel would come and sacrifice animals and so forth. The whole picture of the Old Testament. It moved, it changed, it's in you. And we've got to settle, each one of us, the perichoresis relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Are you at the center? Are they surrounding every decision you make? Or are you making it happen? I got to thinking this morning when I got a phone call from our main media guy that he wasn't going to be able to make it and another phone call let me know that people were running late and another phone call this and another phone call that and, and I'm running a little bit late and there's so much to do and so much to get ready because of course I want to impress you. We have people that haven't been here for a long time or haven't ever been in this building at all with Genesis Church and I wanted to impress you. And then I was reminded what I'm speaking about this morning. <laughs> Rest, not flipping out, not trying to make things happen. You see, this, this hidden place is centered in the I am. I am in Christ. He is in me. And so Jesus speaks about something that's a real dichotomy. He invites us to come and rest, but then he starts talking about a yoke. Now, everybody back then when Jesus spoke this knew exactly what he was talking about. The yoke that went across the necks of oxen who would pull the cart. It was heavy, it was cumbersome, it was big, and there was labor involved in pulling that cart. In that sense, he's talking about the law. Moral code from the old covenant, which Jesus was decidedly against and constantly put down and constantly challenged all of the rituals and, and all of the formulas and all of the ways of that, that the legalists back then and the religious individuals, religious system of his day were trying to appease God and get his approval for things. And Jesus said, that's not what's going to do it. That's not relationship with God. You need to set that aside. And yet, we, we are caught up in the same thing. I don't know how many Christians I've talked to, even in just the last couple of years, who have said, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to go to heaven. Hey, let's drop the word Christian out of it. I don't know how many people I've talked to who say, you know, I, I'm just not sure God loves me. I'm not sure, uh, I'm, not sure I'm going to go to heaven you know, I I still smoke or I still drink. You think God still loves me? (laughs) These questions, questioning who you are, where you live, and none of that can change the destiny of where God has put you in perichoresis. You are in the center of all that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are doing and saying and breathing. Sure, there's disciplines we should adhere to to have a sharper mind and a better lifestyle and not die early and all of those kind of things. And God wants the best for us that way. But those things do not take you out of relationship with him. And so in this dichotomy of him saying, come to me and rest. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. There's an important word. There's an important interpretation for the word yoke. In one sense, he is talking about getting out from under the legalistic law of Old Testament rules and rituals and so forth. But on the other hand, he's talking about what they all knew well, the camel, and how the camel is yoked and carries such a heavy burden but does so in a way that it can still rest. Listen to this. The word yoke actually means to teach. It's where the Holy Spirit comes and he speaks in your ear constantly every day. The way you should walk, where you should go, whether or not you should move to Tennessee or Alabama or Arkansas, what job, what new job career you should move into, whether or not you should come to bingo some night or not, we do have bingo people here. I had to throw that in for... I mean, we do get in rituals and ruts, and we're glad to see you every week, of course. But were you supposed to come last week? Do we ask? Do we live out of our spirit? Do we live with that voice of the Holy Spirit giving us that quiet, still, unveiling, not of surrender, but of belonging, that awareness? So the term yoke actually means for him to teach us And the camel, have you ever seen a camel rested? Yeah. You know how they do it? They bow their legs. (laughs) They couple their legs and bend them underneath themselves, the back and the front, and then they get down and they lay on their stomach, this area, their chest and stomach, And the reason why is because that area has special padding. It allows them to breathe, but it allows air to flow through and cool their body. And what their masters know is that that animal is capable of carrying twice their weight. The average camel is 500 pounds, but the average camel can carry 1,000 pounds. But their masters will only put a third of that weight on them. And when it's time now to go, to Tennessee, to Arkansas, to bingo, out to dinner with your spouse, do a new career, start searching, maybe go for an interview. When it's time, that camel's able to just stand back up. He's not, <laughs> he's not doing that. He just stands up because the burden is light. The yoke is easy because he's been listening to the master. That's what makes the difference. Are you living in the place of perichoresis? Are you making your decisions and your choices out of that safe place of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and that cruciform love that exists in them? Sweetheart, would you join me? If you have a prayer request this morning, you can text it right now. If you're online viewing this live stream, send it to 720-878. Text it right now, 720-878-3323. If you're here in the sanctuary, you can either mention it out loud or you can text it, 720-878-3323. We're going to pray.
2: Um, so far, I don't have any extra prayer requests. If any of you do in the room have some, go ahead and text it. That's the easiest way for me. So I'll repeat the number one more time, 720...
1: 720- 878...
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, I got a little distracted because I forgot the microphone, 878-3323. <laughs> but I do have a list of prayer requests. And for those of you who are here in the room, and interestingly... This was on my list to pray for before you got here, which includes Linda and Michelle and T here in the back. So you happened to be here this morning, and we were going to pray for you this morning, and Linda, your sister still needs prayer, I presume yes, okay. all right, so i 'll look again in a moment to see if I have any new prayer requests, but here are the ones that we 'd like to pray for that have i 've been aware of made aware of this week. Regina. Um, who is a kind of an extended bingo friend as well as ministry friend of ours. Um, She has a, she's had Bell's palsy, but they discovered a tumor at the back of her neck. We want to pray for her, for Linda there and Michelle right here. We want to pray that they're getting off oxygen and getting well. And then Linda's sister, who's still recovering from COVID, Jordana and her kids recovering from covid For Jeff Peter and his continued recovery, for T here in the back, who uh, is getting ready to have an MRI, I believe it is, on her heart, and that she would be made perfectly well and whole. Hmm. And then I did get a couple of prayer requests here. Uh, Mary says to pray for Cheryl, who just found out she has uh, cancer. And yeah, we have a lot of difficult prayer requests we pray for every week. But it makes a difference, amen? (laughs) It makes a difference. Um, from Kathy, Jack is not feeling well. Well, we can't have that. We're going to pray for, for, pray for his healing. Any Anyone else? Can you hear that? I can hear
1: it. Go ahead and stand up for us. Tanya, okay. Who? Okay.
2: And I couldn't hear that. So. Perfect
1: truck for traveling okay. and the first part of that. That the truck, the truck sells and that they get the perfect truck for traveling.
2: Okay, great. Thank you. And can you because I, you know, I can't hear. Brother-in-law brother. Brother. in California. Yes, yes. Okay. and we, did, uh, we will continue to pray today, but I want you to know we've been including him in our prayers as well. All right. Did you have something, Kelly? Okay. You know, we have a, every week I have to say this, because when I hear these prayer requests, you know, we're not able right? We look at this and we go, oh my gosh, this is huge. And then, of course, if we were to think of the whole world, oh my gosh, these things are huge. And we realize how little, you know, it's not like I can can just go and say, oh, let's just get rid of that oxygen. I, I can't do that, but God can, you know, so that's the thing. So when we pray, we're putting our trust in the God doing the things that he's famous for, like you said. Yes. Yes. And Barb, you're raising your hand. I should have one more text. Uh don't have it.
1: Are you on? I'm you sorry. sorry. Um, so you have a strong relationship with God, and the kids get on the barbecue and whatever church up there at, and they remember, you know, so much of a year old. Sure. Okay. All right. For the children and their walk with God relationship with god you're on kathy i'm not I sure if you're that. gonna see will you see it there yeah,
2: okay i would see all right yeah. Yeah. okay so let's pray let's pray together and come into agreement so father we are <laughs> we're so excited that we're in perichoresis with you we're wrapped up in you hmm. you are our all in all and actually apparently we are your all in all it's just We just love you for that. We love Mm -hmm. you that we're so included in you. And for each person that we've named, for these children that were named, for Tanya's need regarding their truck, for these people who need healing and recovery, that you're wrapped up in every single one of these lives. And I believe you're at work. You're Mm -hmm. at work to bring healing as our doctor. Mm -hmm. And through doctors, by the way, and through nurses and through medicines, Lord. And any way you want to bring healing, we thank you for your healing power being released into these people's lives. We thank you for your provision for Tanya and her family for that truck. We thank you, Father, for our children and the people who need to know you, that they will come to know you, that they'll be drawn to you, Lord Jesus, and find this life that we have found in Christ have I
1: forgotten anything? Mary's brother be healed yes. in Jesus' name, where you are there in California. Jack, rise up to your body. We speak life right now that you would be healed. And it's not too late to run over here for a burger if you do start feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. I'm going to play Jesus a song. Did we Were we able to find it, uh, Lewis? Okay. And... Uh, We're going to close our service with this and I want you to turn your chair into a place of meeting for you and God's Holy Spirit. What is he saying? You're going to leave here today and you're going to make some big decisions this week. All of us are. There may be some that you don't even know are on the radar yet. They're not on your radar yet, but they're going to come up And I want you to be able to make that from a place of perichoresis. And this song really speaks to that. When you're ready, you make your chair an altar.
0: And more than anything that you can do I just want you Oh, I just want you Nothing else Nothing else Nothing else See yeah.